Welcome back to InPod, your home for all things inflow. I'm your host, Nick Sweeney, and I've been trying to get this episode out for you guys for a little while now, and we were finally able to record it. I said last week that Jordan Taddock was going to join the podcast, and we were going to talk about the 3D Experience platform and give everyone a little bit of an introduction. Our conversation ended up being almost 50 minutes long, so we covered a lot of information, and you're actually going to get two episodes out of it. So this week, part one of the discussion, we're going to cover a lot of the 3D CAD side of the platform and what all of that looks like. So we both have a SOLIDWORKS background, but I think it's safe to say we're both pretty excited about what the platform is offering. So let's jump in. All right. So this week, I'm really excited because we finally got Jordan Taddock on the podcast. Jordan is a industry process consultant with the SO system, DASO system. Yep. I guess. That's it. That's uh, it. Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here, Nick. It took forever, but we finally got you on. So happy to have you. Well, I- So Jordan, my first question with every single guest, and as someone that's listened to at least a few episodes, you know this. What was your first version of SolidWorks? So it was something, I think it was 2004. I got my hands on it in college a little bit uh, my senior year. Just a taste of it because mm-hmm. I was using some other competitive CAD softwares there. But when I really started using it is when I got back into an application engineer role with uh, 3D Vision Technologies back in the day. And that was in 2008. Yeah. So I've, I've at least known of you for quite a while now because you worked at 3D Vision. You worked with my dad uh, back in those days. Mm-hmm. And then right before I started at 3D Vision, like two or three months before, you left and you went to Dassault. Yes, <laughs> that's right. So I think you went in early 2015, late 2014, something like that. And I joined in May of 2015. Yeah. So like we just missed each other. I know. It was crazy. But uh, fortunately, we... We haven't completely missed out because it's a tight community and, and I get to see you a lot. And man, I'm happy that you started up this podcast. Very cool. Been happy to listen to the episodes and love the fact that I got to join on this episode. It's been interesting doing a podcast. It's not something that when I started that I figured I would be doing. I, I, funny enough, I used to really hate public speaking. And this is about as public as it gets because anybody in the world can listen to this. Um, but I've gotten... I've gotten used to it and it's kind of entertaining to do and hear different stories. And I'm learning a lot on this podcast too, which is partly why I wanted to have you on because you know more about the 3D experience a lot more than I do because I am somewhat of a novice. So I wanted to have you on so that we can kind of introduce the 3D experience platform because it's kind of the future of Dassault and where we're going. So I wanted to talk with you and figure out your thoughts on it kind of talk about the history of it, where we're going, and kind of figure it out from there. I think that sounds great. It's, uh, there's, there's so many avenues and so many topics that we could discuss regarding 3D experience platforms. So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's get started. <laughs> so I vote we start with the history of it because SolidWorks started in 1995, and a lot of, a lot of the listeners of Impod and a lot of the people that are in the SolidWorks community that's what they know. Uh, the fact that last year or two years ago, it, was, it became 3D Experience World. There's like that whole little group, and my dad's part of it, that says, no, 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 keep SolidWorks World, SolidWorks World. But you know, it's 3D Experience World now because that's kind of where we're going. So SolidWorks started in 95, Dassault bought it in 97. Yep. When did the whole platform idea start to come into play, though? Because it, it's not like as of the last year or two. It actually has been around for a little while now. Yeah, it has. Actually, you mentioned my history of 
working for 3D Vision Technologies uh, before they became a CATI and Inflow. And um, it was it was a little bit before that change. So I've been here six years now. So seven, eight years. I don't know exactly when it initially started, but historically SolidWorks and, and anyone probably listening to this is, you know, very, you know, aware of where SolidWorks came from. It started off. And as you mentioned, it was purchased by Dassault System in 1997. But ever since then, it's been a very independent company. You know, the the product that everyone uses and loves today was probably developed by no more than like four to five hundred developers at any given time. And deep Which is incredible. Yeah, and and Dassault system is just enormous. There's there's still things that I'm learning about all the other brands, you know, 13 or so other brands um today. It's there, there are so many industries that we're into, and uh, so many product specialties that that you know the other brands have. It's pretty amazing, and it was probably about I'd say yeah six, seven, eight years ago that the idea started. The fact that SolidWorks is such a mature product, Katia, you know, Dassault Systems, uh, Cadillac of of CAD system that they had. It was such a mature mm-hmm. product. And all these other brands have really matured. It was about time that they stopped operating in silos and started sharing information and their knowledge and know-how and uh, making one unified solution that could really address the entire world of, of design, data management, and all kinds of things beyond just those narrow scopes that we're used to viewing everything through. It's kind of incredible that Dassault is attempting this big platform because Katia, it's going to be one of my future topics on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to have a conversation with one of our salespeople here coming up either next week or a couple weeks from now. Um, But Dassault has so many different products. It's really easy as someone that has worked in this industry for a while now to just say, no, 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 SolidWorks. It's SolidWorks. It's SolidWorks. But, you know, we have to think about Inovia and Smolia and Katia and uh, Delmia now as of a year or two ago. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's this ever-evolving thing. And Dassault trying to blend all of that together into one unified platform, it's ambitious. But I'm really excited about it because it's been so cool so far to see, you know, I can design on the platform and then I can really easily share it, that whole collaboration aspect of it. You and I talked in our pre-show meeting that using 3D Swim is how you like to communicate with people now. It, it's easier for you to talk on that because that's just what you're using. Totally. Yeah. It's like... So... Yeah. I mean, um, there are so many chat apps out there, right? Uh, it's 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 nothing new or, or totally groundbreaking. But, um, you know, there's Google Hangouts, there's Microsoft Teams, there's, there's uh, Slack, there's Discord. It goes on and on and on. And and uh yeah, nothing nothing groundbreaking, but when you consider the fact that you know you're just logging into a web browser, you're going in there, you're firing up your design tools, you're picking up from where you left off, you're collaborating, and the communication part becomes so convenient when you're not having to jump over to another 
uh, application in another platform or product or or application. It's it's just right there integrated into the same screen. You know, th- everything's connected. This this idea of of platform sounds like a buzzword now because you hear about it so often with so many different really types does. of things, but. It's just the it's just the idea of everything being connected in one place and you have all the tools that you need without any worries about incompatibilities or crazy workarounds to to make things to connect two products or two workflows together. Um and that's the idea and it's it's really beautiful and and I got to be honest, you mentioned all those other brands and it's kind of intimidating, especially as us, the application engineers, right? Because we're supposed to be the experts on on all of this stuff. And you're like, hold on, this is a lot to, oh, a yeah. lot to learn, a lot to master, a lot to understand. But once you start seeing the packaging and how it is, you know, all so well integrated together... It makes our jobs a lot easier um, because it becomes a much more intuitive process and you're not having to learn 15 different user interfaces or anything like that. It's, it's all unified onto the platform, which again is just a browser, right? A majority of these applications right now are fully cloud-based, which, uh, which is so convenient. <laughs> And what I find to be so interesting about the 3D experience platform is that you don't buy it like you would go buy SolidWorks. You don't just say, I'm buying SolidWorks Premium. You buy, you buy it in roles, and then you have your different applications inside of it. So the way I phrased it the other day, I don't, I don't think it was on input. I think it was on a call with the customer. But I said, when you're buying roles in the platform, it's, very, it's not the same as PDM. Because PDM, you're buying the software. You're buying the, the application itself. When you go to the 3D experience platform and, and you start looking at the different roles and the different apps that are part of those roles, you're really looking at business processes for each individual role. Every, every role is its own process that you start going with. So if you want to have a change process in there, you get the change action or the change management. Mm-hmm. If you want SolidWorks, you buy SolidWorks Connected yep. or whatever it's called at the moment. I think it's SolidWorks Connected. There's so many different apps and roles inside of the platform that it's so flexible. And that flexibility, you said it yourself, I think that that's going to be huge. The fact that these systems are all connected in one central location because nothing's worse than having to go system to system and you have to create XML outputs and then connect up those outputs and then you have to somehow import that in. I I had that whole discussion with my dad on the last episode. Exactly, yeah. And just how we we push and pull data. Yeah, yeah. He specializes in that. Um, it's It's a huge need for so many customers. And yeah, here, here, that's, that's part of the plan from, from day one. Exactly. So let's talk about where we are now with the 3D experience platform, because that's the whole goal of it. We want this interconnected community. Like we are as people, we're all very interconnected. We share our data all the time. So having the 3D experience platform, the idea is to make that a lot easier and to improve our collaboration and make it very intuitive, make it easy to use. So let's talk about where we are now, because all of these apps on, on the 3D experience platform, they're cloud-based, but one of the interesting things about the cloud is that this cloud is not necessarily this nebulous thing. It can be on-premise, it can be hosted. Let's talk about where we are now, I guess. Yeah, so um, 
let's talk about maybe it's okay if we talk about uh, CAD first, uh, since since sure. that's what uh, has always unified us in in the past throughout our history with SolidWorks. And um, sure, you know, you you already mentioned uh, one application called SolidWorks Connected, part of the three um, D experience SolidWorks role. And uh, but there's other and, and that what that is is it's connecting uh, local installation of SolidWorks that you're that you're used to with the the cloud uh, data management of the 3D experience platform. So it almost feels like when you're using SolidWorks, you're using the uh, cloud product because you know every single save is going to the cloud. There's also there's also another um, one, which is just collaborative designer for SolidWorks, which can take, you know, the one that we just mentioned, 3D Experience SolidWorks, is that is a unique version of SolidWorks that you would purchase right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But the people that have SolidWorks today very easily uh, that are interested in 3D Experience as well, some of the other add-on apps, data management, all that stuff, can get integrated right away with an app or a role called a uh, SolidWorks, a collaborated, collaborative designer for SolidWorks. And uh, sorry about that. So many roles out <laughs> exactly. there. So many things to keep track of. <laughs> so, I mean, it all comes together when you're using it. But when you're trying to speak it, it could <laughs> be a little difficult. Dude, so anyway. We, we were talking about the trigrams right before this. There's just so many trigrams to keep track of. What is this? What is that? This, exactly. There's a lot going on. This is a big thing going on, right? But um, but for for SolidWorks, you could just get connected, and uh, that's a little add-in right inside of SolidWorks. If you're familiar with the task pane on the right-hand side of the screen, and that displays all of your data on the cloud, just like the PDM add-in does mm-hmm. inside of SolidWorks say as well. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very familiar feel, a very familiar implementation, um, but that can connect your regular. SolidWorks that you're using and have been using for many years to the cloud. And then of course there's the full cloud versions as well. And we have we have two primary ones right now and that is um 3D Creator which includes the app X design. Again, full browser based, all your typical um, you know, parametric features that you might expect for traditional CAD modeling. And then we also have 3D Sculptor, which is one of my favorite apps. I, I'm not an industrial designer by, I'm a mechanical engineer by, by uh, training and education, but I've always loved industrial design because before I ever considered going to engineering, I was going to become an artist. I had a portfolio built. I was you know, you had a portfolio, even. Yes, I. Oh man, my my senior year was planned out to have uh, two art classes, like four study halls, and then like one mandatory English class. <laughs> <laughs> and my junior year high school teacher life. talked me into um, considering becoming an engineer. Talked about the salary. I had just started dating my wife at the time. So we're high school sweethearts. And uh, she was like, Aww. oh, what about, you know, how serious are you with uh, with Rosie? Are, are, are you planning on staying with her? Do you plan on having a family? I, I was a junior in high school. I don't know how she did this right. Jedi mind trick on me. But I was like, yeah, I need to become responsible. I need to think about my future. <laughs> and it worked. I took AP Physics, AP Calculus. <laughs> 
I couldn't believe that I was able to, uh, it all came so easily to me. I always never thought I was that smart. Um, and all the people that were in those advanced classes, I thought they were like a different breed of person. But, uh, but yeah, so it all worked out. I got into engineering and, and the rest is history. So all that long story to tell you that I love industrial design because it's really a combination of the mechanical world and the art world coming together in like this, this 3D form usually. And 3D Sculptor includes an app called X-Shape which is subdivisional modeling. And it is, if you haven't tried it, Nick, have you tried it? Probably not. Being, I haven't. Okay. I, I've not been on the, on the platform a lot. I, whatever free time I have, I try to get in there and try some stuff out, but I haven't tried out at Shape and X Design yet, which I want to because of like the freeform modeling aspect of it. Not everything has to be exactly parametric. It can be very organic. We'll have to, and I think that's just the coolest thing. Exactly. Yeah, we'll have to plan on uh, doing like a little thirty-minute session in your spare time or something. Yes. I'll show you show you around, but it's the uh, it's the most fun thing. And uh, so there's that app, which um, oh my goodness, there's there's no limit to what types of geometry you can create, and you could do it in minutes because it's a super intuitive interface, and um, you could just push and pull things into place. It's like a digital hunk of clay that you're playing with. And you can you can make crazy shapes super, super fast. So those two apps alone are very cool. But as you know, every year SolidWorks has a new release. And with the 3D Experience platform, we have new releases four or five times a year. Um, so there is new, not only new features being added to each one of those apps, which there's amazing new features being added to both of those apps that I just mentioned. But in the late September, um, early October timeframe, we'll be releasing some new uh, versions of not only SolidWorks Desktop that you know and love, but also um, the 3D Experience platform. And we'll be getting some new design applications as well um, and roles, as you mentioned. So. That's very exciting news. And I've, I've, I have my hands on this stuff right now. We're building the, the content videos, the training videos, and, and all of that stuff. And it is super cool stuff. You'll, you'll like it a lot. Unfortunately, I can't tell you what the new, new roller uh, app is. <laughs> but but maybe, maybe you could get me to slip up during this a little bit or give, give <laughs> you some clues where you could connect the dots together. So we were going to originally talk about this. Yeah, it was probably a month and a half ago, right around the time I think sheet metal became part of the whole X design, X shape um, interface. And I was really excited about that because it showed that X design and X shape, they're getting bigger and more robust. Sheet metal is not part of both of them, right? Is it, only, is it part of just one of them? No. So sheet metal, uh, as you said, like everything on the 3D experience platform is is kind of like a la carte you know you get only what you need so you you don't so often i don't know if you've run into this before nick but dealing with all the customers that we deal with um that purchase solidworks uh so often i'm going in and doing some customer visits and you find out that the customers are only using like 10 maybe 20 percent of the software at any given time they all have their own industries they all have their own specialties and products that they design. Um, so here on the 3D Experience platform, 
that's why we've kind of divvied it up. Uh, it's super easy to to purchase and add on some some new licenses, but for much smaller investments, you can pick and choose exactly the core functionality that you need and combine them however you want. So the sheet metal one that you're talking about is um is yeah that that is going to be available as its own role. Uh, so you can mix and match it with either one if you wanted to. I I really like that you mentioned that because that's kind of where I was going with the whole sheet metal thing is the fact that I'll talk with customers and they'll say, well, here's how we're doing it today. And having started on SolidWorks Tech Support and getting my CSWE and being at least familiar with a majority of the software, I think, I'll see people doing stuff and I'll say, well, why are you modeling it that way? It's, very, it's really inefficient. You should be using surfacing or you should be using sheet metal or you should be just using it strudes. And they'll say, well, I didn't know it existed. So the fact that with the platform, you get your, your very just organic shape design, and then you start adding on stuff like routing and sheet metal, obviously, those are, and there's more stuff coming as we go. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have that flexibility, I think it's going to be a really huge thing that it, it's a la carte. It's just kind of add as you, it's very modular. You don't have to have everything. You don't have to have 100% of the software. You just need that 10%, 20% that you use. I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it makes it it makes the software a lot more affordable, much more sustainable, and um, it. To be honest, it makes you more aware of you know what you what you actually need and what you actually uh, how to plan out your organization. You, you mentioned the roles are synonymous with roles that people have in the workplace. You know, they might not be the exact name, the way we name them versus the the title that that person might have at the company. But that's exactly that's exactly what we had envisioned as we start grouping these apps together is, you know, what out of all of our customers worldwide, what are the most likely combinations of apps? We'll group those together for these particular roles that we come across very often across our co- customer bases and, and uh, their employee structures. So we've just mimicked our our customers, um, and that's how that's how we're distributing the apps, which makes it very very simple for you know an admin to to kind of put the pieces together in place. And the other nice thing too is like you know if someone needs something additional, then you just that becomes apparent pretty quickly, and and you you could just add on to it whenever you need to. Okay, so that was part one of my conversation with Jordan Tatica of Dasso System. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know I learned a lot from the platform and I'm excited about its future. Be sure to check out part two of our conversation next week, where we'll dive more into the data management side of the platform. Until then, have a great week and I'll talk to you all later. See ya.